Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that soul. Nah, boss, we're not here. Every time I bring it to you, you're as I could even start to say the and you're as you hear the pee come out of my mouth, you're like, no, no. So if some man says yes to me, something in his head at some point said to him, you know what? I would like someone to stick something in my bum one day, just so I can see how it feels. AJ, <laughs> it makes sense though. It makes sense, seriously. Because you're the, you're the female that- Harvey Weinstein. Like this is what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I help people reach their full potential. That's what I do. <laughs> I am a catalyst. I help people reach their full potential. <laughs> well, Miss Full Potential, are you are you ready to start our lovely podcast? Absolutely, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Love Lust and Badass Soul. You have your boy CEO Hayes here with the lovely, the voice. It makes all the men erect. <laughs> Is that my name now? Like, I'm the voice? Is that what I'm known as? The voice, yeah. Funny. The voice. Right. Miss Jones, how was your week? It was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. I went to New York for the weekend. How many men did you peg in New York? You know, it wasn't that kind of weekend. It wasn't that kind of weekend. But I had. You the sound most disappointed my- by that, by the way. Because this New York is the city of all things great and triable. Like you're nothing until like if you want to really accomplish something and be somebody, you either go to California, like Hollywood to do it, or you go to New York. New York is the concrete jungle. Like you can sell somebody a bag of spit and convince them as to why they need to buy it. Into what in the nineteen nineteen early nineteen hundreds or whatever, people were selling the Brooklyn Bridge for a dollar and didn't own the Brooklyn Bridge, but was selling it to people who were new to the country. Listen to me. New York is the place of places. If anything is triable, and that's probably not even a word, but it's all right. If anything is triable, it's in New York. So, but no, I'm not disappointed. I just didn't. I just didn't go there for that. <laughs> Would you stop drawing me out, please? Well, to you. <laughs> I have to. I mean, you do it to me, so just get used to it. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so once again, you went on vacation without me. You know, from now on, when you go to do this modeling shit, you need to say, oh, my boy Hayes has to come. Like, he, yeah, we're a package deal. I, I hate seeing okay. you on these trips. And I'm just sitting here <laughs> in fucking Ohio like, oh, well, look, there goes my co-host. Oh, yeah, those are nice pictures. Oh, well, that's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. What would you come and do? You can't help me get dressed because that would just be all kinds of weird. You can come be my bodyguard. I can. I mean, plus, I mean, I'm I'm there. I'm I'm hazed. Like once I'm in New York, the rest will take care of You're itself. Good. But You're yeah, good. you know what's going to end up happening? What would end up happening to you is what happened to me. I had all kinds of people DMing me to say, "Hey, you're in New York. You know, do you want to hang out? Can I see you? What are you doing in New York? How can we?" I had people even message me and ask me why I didn't tell them 
I'm in New York or why I didn't tell them I was coming to your city. And these aren't even people that I talk to like on any kind of regular basis. So one person had to draw him up and he, he messaged me. He's like, Oh, so what you couldn't message me and tell me that you're in the city. And I was like, okay, so I message you and tell you I'm in the city. And then what? It's not like I was going to see you anyways. What am I going to do? Hang out with you and your wife. He didn't respond after that. <sighs> but um, honestly, there are a few people that if I, if I could have, hung out with them and I had more time, I absolutely would have. There were some people that I would have definitely um, have loved to have seen and, and hung out with. And I, I actually did meet one person face to face. Oh, is it, is it yeah, a listener? Very, he absolutely is a listener. Um, and oh, he, I don't he, care. He, oh, wow. Geez, I'm just playing. Nice. I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead <Angel>. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded a little bit territorial. Oh my goodness. Me? <laughs> Wow. But um, yeah, it was it was uh, we went and had tea because I don't drink coffee. But yeah, it was nice. We've um, we've been friends on Instagram for, I guess, a little over a year, maybe about a year. So it was it was kind of nice. And then I don't know if other people who listen to this are going to get offended because I didn't, you know, opt to hang out with them. But he's he's about to blow up. (laughs) <laughs> he's he's an avid listener he's an awesome. avid listener awesome that's yeah. that's that's great to hear honestly um how was your weekend my weekend was amazing um i spent a lot of time with my son uh didn't do anything too special but just had a lot of bonded time with him um i thirst trapped my ass off sunday morning so you did what on your ass on sunday morning i thirst trapped my <laughs> ass off not nothing on my ass Yes, I saw the pictures and the ladies going wild in your in your messages talking about, you know, to tick off. I think the first one is, which is really interesting. So I felt like the question was for me, you had a shirt and you had like the swipe, the swipe left picture, swipe right, whichever, as to whether or not you should wear the vest or not the vest. And then you specifically added me or tagged me to say, like, you know, Jones, what do you think? Um, and then everybody and their mama was giving their opinion. I thought, oh, this is very interesting. And some people weren't even talking about the vest. Some people were straight, like, just take off the vest, take off the shirt, take off the tie, take off your pants. Matter of fact, just don't wear anything. <laughs> I'm going to come see you. Well, I yeah, was like, that, wow. <laughs> that, that one was specifically for, like, when I posted that, it was, I could have just texted you because I was like, I need, I need AJ's opinion on this. And yeah, it turned into its own complete thing. Um, so, I mean, it was it a situation. A it took a life of its own for sure. And you know what? I love that. I'm here for the comments, but I'm reading them and people are like, oh, I'm having unholy thoughts on a Sunday and all. You see, Hayes is out here mashing up people's brain early <laughs> on a Sunday, on a holy day of all things, having women in their house, in their bed, tossing and turning left, right, feeling some type of way about this man, about whether he should wear the vest or not. Like it was far... And it's not even like to say you were in like an undershirt and you're like, you know, should I wear the vest? Like you were fully dressed, tie and all. And they stripped you down, stripped you down. I even, I even, I even made sure that like, and this is, this may be too much. So for the men that's listening, I apologize. But for the women, I, I know you guys don't care. You're, you're, you're for the fuckery. So I specifically had to tuck my penis upwards instead of like <laughs> leaving it on my thigh like I usually do because I didn't want the penis print in the picture. And still, it's still just... I love <laughs> oh, it's life of its own. Like, absolutely. You know what, though? It wouldn't even make a difference. Like, the beard is the first thing that they see. And I know this. Like, the beard is the first thing that they see. And, and they just go... It just goes wherever it goes after that. It, it, it wouldn't even make a difference if you were in a garbage bag. They wouldn't care. It, it Trust me. Trust me. 
I got to go back after this and look because I'm sure there's at least another 10 or 15 comments that came after I stopped looking and laughing and killing myself. <laughs> well, you you and my friend Shay just y'all took that one picture and it took a life of its own. Um In your sexy video? Yeah. Oh, lord. Yes. You got to you know admit that was hot. It was on its way to be extremely sexy. Like I was going to undo the shirt and everything. And then my son came and gave me a kiss. And it was like, yeah, the sexiness is done. You know what? And it was just priceless. It was such a beautiful video. Because I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, your smile's kind of cute. Yeah, you're all right. And then Alan came into the shot. And I was like, look at this right here. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. He just came and stole the entire show. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> It was a fun morning. It was an interesting morning, nonetheless. It all started uh, with my "This is how I woke up" picture, um, mm-hmm. which is you know funny. what I will say. Go ahead. It's a it's a it's a great picture. Like you have a lot of really good pictures, and you've got like a lot of sexy pictures, but that that is a great picture. Like it's sexy, but it's subtle. It's just it's it's great. You, I'm sure there's about ten Oman with panty wet up. When they seen that picture this morning, guaranteed, guaranteed. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I mean, I I learned from the best. You are the the thirst trap extraordinaire. So I had to um, I I, I learned some stuff by osmosis. That's all that is. That is hilarious. Wow. Thank you. I, I, I like being a good teacher. <laughs> I like when my students know. <laughs> so I mean, you know, to come off uh. My, my thirst trap Sundays, which that may start becoming a thing. We may have to turn thirst trap Sundays into a thing. Um, but um, <laughs> just another thing, another hashtag for this podcast. But uh, so I wanted to talk to you. We didn't have a discussion topic. I told you I was going to surprise you with something. And that's because oh, it was something that I, I really I haven't told you yet. Um, and it's been something I've been wanting to talk to you about. But I'm like, why not have this this conversation on air? Our listeners will get a a kick out of it um so i I have a i have something to tell you are you getting married are we in love no am i the father no i'm joking (laughs) well it's funny that you say that because i am having another baby what yeah you're having a baby i mean i'm not i'm not having the baby but i mean i help produce one my heart is racing right now are you serious yeah if you make me fucking cry tonight i'm gonna kill you Oh, no, we have to take a pause on air. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm just playing. AJ. I'm not oh. having a <laughs> I will kill you. Do you understand how emotional I feel? <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> you, I swear to God, you just about put me in tears. I, as tough as I am, as sexual as I am, as, as intellectual as I am, I am the biggest sog bag for those kind of things like i as much as like it i I just it's not like a a me thing i love love like i love when people are in love i love when babies are produced like i i love all that stuff and it makes me into a total sog bag and i was just about to have a moment and come off air and kill you because i was like how the fuck do you tell me something like that with everybody else are you crazy okay can you tell me what the real thing is please so i can stop feeling like i want to cry oh my god (laughs) oh so i'm currently in the middle of what i'm calling a purge and what that means is that i am eliminating anything and anyone out of my life um who basically isn't fruitful to my progress um so I, i i wanted to get your opinion on that like what do you think about that like there's currently like 
a good 30 people will probably upset at me because they have been completely cut out. But what, what do you think about that? I think purging is a very good thing. I think that we feel obligated to keep people in our life just because they've been around. And I think that we don't pay enough attention to the unhealthiness of the relationships that we maintain just because people have been around. It's like when you have um, somebody in your life that's like, they just keep doing you wrong. Like they borrow money from you, they never give it back. They, they talk behind your back, you know what I mean? And then in your face, they're like, no, no, I didn't mean it like that. It's just, you know, they give some bugger excuse or whatever the case may be. Whenever you need them for support, they're not around and they have some kind of excuse. But because you've been friends with this person or you've been knowing this person since you were like four, or because your mom and his mom are best friends, you feel like you have to stay in that relationship and that situation or that friendship because of time, because of history. Nagosa, I am all for purging. If people are not useful in your life, not supportive in your life, if they're backstabbing, if they're not like you can't count on them or depend on them for nothing. Why are they around? Like really and truly, why are they around? Every relationship that you have, you have to be getting something from it. And when I say that, I don't mean things of like a monetary value or you should be getting something that you can't give back, which is time, which is good energy, which is support, which is love, which is good conversation, which is feedback, which is guidance, which is, you know, having somebody to help steer you in a good direction. Those are the things that you should be getting from every relationship where you have. If you're not getting any of those things from any one person, at all that you're involved with that you shouldn't be involved with them period you're absolutely right and it, it's it i mean everything you said is is nail on like a lot of times we accumulate in relationships and people in our lives and they end up staying or we stay in touch or we keep them there because of what they meant to us at one point or what they did did for us or what we did them or what we've been through with them at a certain time and sometimes we don't step back and realize hey that person isn't that same person anymore they don't hold that same regard to you and i think a lot of people also associate it like with being unloyal like at some point people just separate or they're the people who just you they don't need to be in your life and you don't need to be in their life anymore and um yeah it's, it's, it's just going through this is really stopping made me think and it's made me appreciate people who are gonna survive this purge and like for example i've known you for less than a year but there are people who've <laughs> been in my life 10 plus years who really shouldn't be there anymore. And, and I, I, it just made me appreciate our relationship in a, in a sense, even more because of what we've been through and what we mean to each other and the, what, what we're able to talk about after knowing each other for such, such a short amount of time. And it, it just, it's making me value the relationships that are strong that much more. I love you. I'm having an, I love you moment. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I was friends with someone for 15 years and woke up one morning and realized there was really no point in our friendship continuing. Like she talked about me behind my back. She was backstabbing. Um, I would lend things to her and she would never return them. I would give money to her and never get it back. There was a guy that I was seeing, seeing and she infiltrated and got into that, got into a relationship with him. And he was the one who actually came to me and said, you know, I don't know what to do. La, la, la. I said, you know what? If you feel like you want to date her, go ahead and date her. Like she didn't even have the balls to come and say it to me. And then when she finally did, she's like, oh, you know, it wasn't like that. He told me he'd like me first. But I know that she was she was lying, like those kind of things. 
Um, and after like trying to find every excuse and every reason to stay friends with her, one day I said to myself, you know what, Jones, don't do it. There's no reason. Like you're not, there's no reciprocity, you know, you're not getting anything from this relationship. And I, I didn't even call her. I sent her a very long, um, email that explained the way I felt Mm -hmm. and why I felt the way that I felt. And um, the, I remember the last thing I said to her was, you never have to worry. I've got all your secrets. Nobody will ever know anything. Like I'm a vault. Whatever has happened, what I know about you, the dirt that you've done, the secrets that I've kept for you, you never have to worry about them going anywhere. Because I think people think about those kind of things and worry that if they stop being friends with somebody, next thing you know, all their secrets are going to bust or, you know, people are going to find out things about them that other people never knew before or whatever, you know, people keep people in their lives for all the wrong reasons, whether it's family, whether it's someone that you've known since you were a child, whether it's, you know, whatever it ends up being, we have a lot of unhealthy ties to people. Um, and at my age, honestly, and, and even the way that I've reared my, my young people, I'm all about positive vibes and good energy. You live longer and you live a happier life. So I'm very proud of you. I think it's a great thing that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I figured you would definitely be in support, but I- you know, I figured it would be a good topic for us to talk about. And, you know, it's something that a, a lot of people really don't talk about. Are you are you here to talk about negatively? Like if someone kind of falls out of someone's life, that other person just dogs them or drags them. And it's like, hey, if you really think about it, you probably didn't need them in your life anyway. So, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I think it's a very, a very good thing that you're that you're doing. And and you're right. You can't worry about the people who, after the fact, are going to be mad at you because they have whatever their motives are for being in your life. And, and it's really interesting the people who think that they're really good friends to you or they don't understand. Like, I've never done anything to him. I don't understand why he just cut me out of his life like that. Those kind of people scare me because they, they're, they're not they can't be introspective. They never actually sit down and take the time to understand their role in in, in the decision um, as to why you chose to no longer be friends with them. And I have a very good friend like she can't stand when people don't like her. And, and I and I say to her the same thing I say to like most everybody. There are what close to eight billion people on the planet. Not every fucking person is going to like you. And that's OK. You know what I mean? Develop the relationships that you have, the good relationships that you have with people who actually do like you and fuck anybody who doesn't. Like, what do they mean to you anyways? You're sitting down preying. Sorry. You're sitting down worrying about what people are thinking about you. That's none of your business. That's absolutely none of your business. If you know in your heart that you're a good person, study that. But it's because people know that they they don't have goodness in their hearts and because people know that they're not all about the intention that they say they are, which is why they panic and worry about those things. Precisely. You hit the nail on the head there. And. You know, let us know what you guys think. Uh, listeners, uh, you know, you know where to hit us up at. Send us any email, love, lust, and badass soul at yahoo.com. We will definitely read any of that feedback. And you, you, you ruined my joke because I had a whole, like, I was going to keep it going and ask you to be the godmother and everything. And then once you said you may start crying, I'm like, yeah, I need to stop this. Otherwise, she may cut me. You are, you are an islander. I don't need, I don't need you to pull your cutlass out on me and have me cut up. To me, they would have had to put a warrant out for me. Trust me. You don't understand, eh? I would have gone straight to the bank and go take out some money and hop in my car. I don't know how exactly I would have found. No, I know how I would find you. But you don't understand. I would have come for you tonight. Trust me on that. I would have come for you tonight. Oh, my gosh. And I would have cried all the way there from being emotional and then thinking about how I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> Try don't do that again, eh? Try don't do that again. Please. Oh, man. I also want to say 
To anyone out there who CJ has decided to cut out of his life, beg you, please don't email me. Don't DM me. Don't ask me to ask him nothing because I cannot help you. This is very different than somebody wanting to try to like date him or get feedback on how to approach him. Them the kind of argument I can support. But if you're coming to look for me to help you mend fences with CJ because he's decided to cut you off, beg you don't do it to yourself because you're not going to find the support you're looking for. My loyalty is to him not to try to help you mend fences with him for those reasons. Let me just say that clear. Look at that. Twerk some AJ. Twerk some. Whatever. Get away. And we don't twerk with wine. With wine, wine you're right. I'm sorry. I, I apologize for that. <laughs> Slow wine for me then. See, because I told you I was whining to the beat that you put on our last on our, on our last episode. Yeah. Do you see how you like to talk out my business? Don't tell people that I'm over myself. Stop it. <laughs> oh man, are you ready to get into some questions? Absolutely. Alrighty. So I guess this is coming from our uh, discussion that we had about dating with kids a couple of episodes ago. I don't know. Was that last episode? No, I think that was a couple of episodes ago. And this question is, when dating someone with kids, have you ever had to deal with the other parent causing drama? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh um, makes me concerned. You know, so um, my ex, children's father, um, he has uh, one one other child who is older than our kids. So they have an older brother. Um, ah, boy. So um, I was about to say his name, but I don't want to call his name on here. So his, I'll just say my stepson. Um, my stepson's mom, when, okay, so before my daughter was born, um, because there is a three-year difference between my daughter and my son, before my daughter was born, um, and I had the boy, so we, we had my stepson every weekend. Um, so she would do, she would do shit like, she had a car seat for him, but she didn't want to send the car seat because it was too much hassle for her to go take the car seat out of her car to give it to his dad so that he could bring him to our house. So we had to buy an unnecessary car seat, okay? Um, she went and took a restraining order out against me so that I was not allowed to be alone with him for more than 30 minutes. Now, keep in mind, I'd never done anything to this child. The way that I treat him is the way that I treat my son. If I buy one for my son, I buy one for him. Um, I remember we went to a wedding when they were little. I designed my son's suit. I designed my stepson's suit. I bought shoes for my son. I bought shoes for my stepson. Um, I did like my son's, my son's hair was really long um, because we have like Indian in our family. So my son's hair was down to like the middle of his back, braided back very neatly. When she sent my stepson (laughs) to us for the weekend, his hair was looking crazy. In the restraining order, she put that I'm not allowed to touch his hair. I'm not allowed to braid his hair. I'm not allowed, and my ex-husband can't braid. So clearly, you know what I mean? Um, Just like, just foolishness like that. Like she'd want to know what he ate, what we fed him. Uh, If I bought him something, it wasn't allowed to come to her house. Just craziness. Because she was bitter that she didn't end up with, you know, my ex. And that he and I were together or whatever the case may be. Um, And that had like, that had nothing to do with me. Like that was a choice that he made before he and I met or what have you. But yeah, she was just all kind of, all kind of crazy. Just unnecessarily. And even when I would try, listen to me, we went to mediation one time. The two of them went to mediation and he asked me to come. 
and she's there in the in the people's mediation. <laughs> you know, even the mediator is looking at her like, "Are you serious right now?" Just ha- talking about a nonsense and talking about a whole heap of things and whatever. And then she just started talking some recklessness, and I had to say to her, "I don't know whose car it is that you think picks up your son, but let me tell you, it's mine. I don't know whose car seat you think he sits in when he comes to our house, but it is mine. The car seat where me pay for when he eats, when he bathes, when he gets read bedtime stories." When he laughs and plays and everything that is in our house, it's me taking care of your son. You see, after I said that to her, CJ, she shut her mouth and didn't have nothing else to say. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, what the fuck is it that you think is going on? He never comes back with a bruise. He doesn't even come back with so much as a scratch on him. I return him to you in better condition than you sent him to me in. But you want to try to come with some fuckery and, and try to play big and talk, beat your chest and talk craziness? Don't, 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 don't do it. Crazy baby mothers and crazy exes, honestly, I can't, I hate to hear the stories because I know what I went through and it's just some unnecessary bullshit. You're bitter? Go to the fucking gym and punch a punching bag. Work out your stress that way. Don't try to make life difficult for the woman who's trying to help, help raise your child. Why? That helps you some way? Does it make you feel better at night when you're sitting down there bitter and bawling in your bed? No. And then you're making your your child's life miserable because you're not allowing them to have a healthy relationship with the other side of his family. I'm not here for that bullshit with nobody. Nobody. Sorry. I get emotional about this. Like for like angry emotional. I I can tell. It's just so unnecessary. But no, it is unnecessary. The thing is, the thing is with, with... Situations like that And what I always have told people When I've been asked about it Or um, people have asked my opinion Is that you should want as many people In your kid's life that genuinely Love them It doesn't matter what your relationship is with them In a situation to where they're with your ex If that person is treating your child right And they legitimately love them That's a blessing for your child Even if you don't like the person And it's selfish of you to try to get in the way of that Absolutely, Absolutely So yeah, that's just I've never had to deal with that personally, um, so I don't have to worry. I haven't had to worry about something like that, but it's just it's just a ridiculous situation in, in my mind. Yeah, I, I pray that you never do. Like, I know that we've talked about it either in the last episode or the episode before, like even with my ex, you know, um, I love him. I will always love him. You know, we are obviously no longer in love and we don't have that type of relationship um but i never not worry about him um you know if if my young people say to me you know like dad's sick or dad has the flu i will call him and ask him if he's okay or if he needs anything or you know offer remedies or whatever the case may be um and like i said when they were growing up when i when i started dating again i gave him the respect of allowing letting him know who was involved in his children's life so that he wouldn't be blindsided and there wouldn't be any awkwardness because you always want for your children to grow up in the most healthy and balanced way possible and the way that you foster that is surrounding them with love and surrounding them with good support and 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 letting them know that you know even though your parents aren't together we are working together to make sure that you have the best fighting in terms of your rearing so if you're in mom's house and you're grounded when you go to dad's house you don't get a free pass you know what i mean you're grounded at dad's house too and whatever the rules and restrictions are you know what i mean like there's a balance in that and and we support one another in, in terms of raising our kids that should be your fucking focus when you guys are no longer together no you want to try to uproot a bitch or you know upset the balance of his life or you know try to act crazy and 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 it's not just crazy baby mothers because they're crazy baby fathers too but there are more crazy baby mothers than baby fathers i'm convinced and i'm a woman saying this you know i don't know if it's, it's our hormones i don't know what exactly it is but 
you're not you're not doing any justice to your child and and those situations at, should never be about you yes it didn't work out yes you're emotional yes your heart is hurting yes you thought it was going to be forever but it, 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 it wasn't and now your focus needs to be you know what i need to raise my son or my daughter or my children in the best way possible and in the healthiest way possible because they are what matters at this point in time that their relationship the ship sailed it done it sunk to the bottom it done but you still have a relationship with that man because you have children with that man well damn yeah i mean i i completely agree with you there it's people just need to get over themselves i think that's what it boils down to get over yourself get over your unresolved emotions for someone when somebody moves on just stop it just stop it especially when it affects like it's different if you're just grown and you just want to be all caught up and in, in daydream over someone who doesn't want to be with you okay whatever but once it starts affecting a kid's life like and i've like i said before kids are pure kids are innocent that's when you just you're selfish and you're basically a piece of shit yes yes absolutely agree i think that's like your favorite thing to say because you're like a piece of shit and it's funny because whatever you say yeah it always makes me laugh sorry (laughs) you know you went from somebody who didn't like cuss a lot to feeling very comfortable about cussing you said i did you settled yeah you've settled into being comfortable with you know with talking well it's it's some things just need curse words like i just i usually only and i still don't curse like in my normal day-to-day life unless it's during sex but like in this podcast some of the hey. questions we get asked huh i said hey oh. i can't imagine you cussing sex i'm so sorry oh yeah like you oh, yeah. me more like strong silent type like you might grunt a little or you might like let out a little groan but to like full on talk or like to talk dirty, I can't see it. I, 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 well, and that's the thing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not ever one thing. So yes, I am. I am the like basically what you just described. I am that a lot of times too. But like when it's really like I'm really really in it, and I have my times where yeah, I I, I talk nasty. I I never call a woman a bitch unless it's during sex, and then usually they like it. So hey, all right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just. There was, why there's just some things about you that yeah <laughs> i'm an enigma come come give me another because i don't want to i i'm too stuck in my head about thinking about you talking to people and your uh. versatility <laughs> well let's get into this next question this question uh, was actually submitted a little while ago we're kind of getting to some of the questions that were submitted before um and this one is aj do you have a go-to move that guarantees your man's gonna come um <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> you why? can just why? just leave it a yes you know if you don't want to give your secrets away okay. just leave it a yes okay absolutely not just yes absolutely without fail without fail i'll just say that all right we'll talk about it off air because i gotta know um <laughs> <laughs> i just have two words quintet that voodoo grip quintet Jamaicans who say you have to quint it yes anybody that is from Yad or anybody that's Caribbean or anybody that has good Caribbean friends who have taught them one or two things or anybody who has Caribbean parents ask the question what does quint it mean and if you already are Jamaican then you know what quint it means Q-U-I-N-T second word it I (laughs) (laughs) it Oh, why, are you, why are we recording today? This is not a good day. 
You just had me over here all cut. You see how you started this because you made me emotional and now I can't fucking get back to normal. You see what's going on? You see what's going on? That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Quinted. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Now I'll, I'll be. the next episode. Quinted. <laughs> All right. So the next question is, and I've oh man, I I missed this one when it was originally submitted because if I had seen this, this would have shot to the top of the list. Oh lord. This question is, CJ, Miss Badass Jones mentioned something about maybe being ready to have one man in her life. What kind of man do you think deserves that position? Yes. Logging off air right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you don't understand the joy that came across my body when I read when I noticed that we had this question sitting to us. You know how my chest is hurting me right now. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Why oh, this real hot right now. That's so no, that's so unfair. Uh, <laughs> Our, our listeners, our listeners, listen like they listen to everything we say. They they slid right in there. Um, not that question, not for us, no time. So if I had if I had to say what kind of man deserves to be the one man in in Miss Badass Jones's life, it would definitely have to be a man who is comfortable in their manhood because she is going to test them, but both meaningly and un meaningly if that's even a word um it also has to be someone who is prepared for a sexual experience like none other um and who knows how to take control by while also relinquishing control because aj is a control freak which i know because <laughs> i have to do a podcast with her every week um it also has to be a man who legitimately enjoys and loves eating pussy because if you don't Oh, it's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be some problems. You may wake up with the pussy just in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Has anything I said been incorrect yet, Miss Miss Jones? No, you are absolutely on point, one hundred. Lord, <laughs> if my DMV volume increases, I'm killing everybody. Oh my gosh. <sighs> also. Uh, while AJ is a very sexual person, she's also very into teaching. So even if you aren't the most experienced or best sexually, as long as you're willing to listen and to learn, AJ will get you to the point of being a complete sexual deviant. <laughs> I have no comment on that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Lastly. Yes. You should be open to being pegged because as we've been established here, she will try to convince you. Um, no, but all jokes aside, you definitely have to be explorative sexually um, for AJ. And that, even if that means trying something once, and even if you don't like it, you probably still have to try it again later down the road. But just just be open, open to trying new things. And you also have to catch AJ off guard. AJ is someone who does not like stagnation who does not like anything becoming routine um well sexually at least so you have to i can't stress stress this enough you have to have to have to be able to be spontaneous and that may mean taking aj to see a movie and whispering in her ear get up and go to the fucking bathroom right now you you have to be able to do that (laughs) so 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's Hold that's on. my running. <laughs> yes, absolutely yes, absolutely yes. Wow. Oh, now I'm worried about who's gonna try to come for me. Fuck. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. By the way, um, that is that is hilarious. Anything, anything that you want to say, AJ? I know you gave me a round of applause, but anything else before we move on? Um, in terms of the type of man. Yeah, in terms of what I was just talking about. Um, no, you're you're absolutely right. Um, especially with the being open-minded and and not being stagnant. Um, not just sexually, but across the board. Like I, yeah. I'm once you get to know me, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm not. Um, once you get to know me, my needs are not difficult. But if you don't pay attention to them, you can get lost very quickly. And see, I will shut you off very quickly. Don't get shut off. We have to have patience. We have to be able to talk about everything, even if you don't know enough about the subject. Just being present in the conversation and being interested definitely important. But yeah, other than that, yeah, you're you're absolutely right on everything that you said. And I'm not I'm not necessarily gonna try to peg you. I mean, we might talk about it one or two times, but. <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh. I keep people the ben- they don't understand the benefits of allowing your woman to have a little bit of sexual control in terms of your discomfort. Oh, you don't understand. Un- you don't understand. Do you hear the emphasis? You want it one more time. You don't understand uh, the limits she will go to for you. Trust me on that. Yes. Like the couple discussed that she allowed her husband allowed her to penetrate him and the way that it made her feel. I guarantee you, he probably got he- the head of the century from her after that. And like the platinum pussy, the platinum pum pum, the platinum good good. After he allowed her to get like just that that little bit of control. Trust me, I guarantee you that man was happy for a good two weeks after that. Guarantee it. But nobody <laughs> wants to listen to me. CJ, we need to talk about this pegging situation one more time, yeah? No, 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 boss. <laughs> <laughs> You're so unfair. I don't like you. <laughs> oh, man. But the last question of the day is one for me. Um, which I think I've answered this over the course of this podcast. It's probably not all at one time, but it's CJ. When it comes to this appreciation for pretty feet, how far does it go? Do you suck toes, come on feet, and etc? Mm, what is etc? Etc. Oh, really? Gonna just said etc. I was just reading the email. It says etc. Um, <laughs> I can't deal with you. Oh. Uh, listen. My appreciation for pretty feet is deep. I understand it because it's a deal breaker. As far as where does it go? Do I suck toes? When I come, absolutely. Especially if I'm on top. Like, so, Hold on. Back up, back up, back up. She, the, quite, oh, Lord, sorry. You see, I'm all kerfuffled right now. Do you suck toes? You said when you're coming, you suck toes? Yeah. Okay. Quad CJ. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's like a pre-write. Like, I yeah. I was so I would like bump fist with you. Trust me. All right, sorry. <laughs> come true, come true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. Um, do I come on feet? Listen here. Listen, listen, listen. I don't give a fuck how how this comes off. People could say I'm a weirdo. I don't care. But you goddamn right. I come on feet, faces, every like. We've already established like I, when I'm romantic, I go get a warm <laughs> towel. But I mean. <laughs> 
but the splash the splash has no boundaries the, sp- the splash can go anywhere and everywhere depending on what's going on so yeah yeah absolutely as far as etc i don't know what exactly etc could possibly mean or be i mean there's only so much you can do with toes um but if it's okay so i a toe related sexual question that kind of probably might fit into her etc okay so would you allow a woman to like um give you a, a, a dick massage with her feet absolutely listen here it, this, no this, 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 this is this is how we get get if anyone who wants to shoot their shot at Hayes, listen if i'm if i'm sleep or if we're laying in bed together and you're rubbing your feet on me and somehow it just winds up to where you're massaging my dick with your feet listen here i may i may propose to you that night (laughs) (laughs) i'm done oh my god (laughs) i'm crying for other reasons (laughs) 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 i want to come to that wedding oh my god boy that next story there and especially especially if you have some forethought and you like all your feet and you have the massage oh oh, shit damn well well you know your dm is about to get fucking flooded with eily and greasy feet right now (laughs) listen listen here so so and this may this may have started my appreciation of pretty feet so there was this chick that i was talking to we were laying on the couch on opposite ends of the couch like my head was on one of the armrests her head was on the opposite one and i had on basketball shorts and randomly her foot went up my basketball shorts and initially i'm like i hope this chick is not gonna put her fucking feet on my dick listen here by the end by the end 20 minutes later when she was rubbing and i and i came with her rubbing her feet on my dick I've been a, fe- a fan of feet ever since. That is beautiful. Jeez Louise. You see, you, you have some real redeeming qualities. Even if we can't really get to the pegging situation right now, that the one, yes, that one deserves a five star. That is a five star. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. So- I wasn't <laughs> AJ, I have to ask you. Wait a second. Wait a second. Just, just so you can say something before we go. Um, have you ever sucked a man's feet before? You know what? No, I've kissed a man's feet before, but I haven't. I haven't felt compelled to suck them. I like men that have really nice feet. My ex, the children's dad, my young people's dad, he had very nice feet, and I would kiss his feet and like massage his feet and you know like rub his feet on my breasts and things like that and you know some other nuttiness but um no he i guess also too we never really talked about the toe sucking thing but like if i was again if i was with somebody and that was his thing and the rubbing the foot on on the dick thing with the oil and and that helped him to like you know achieve a great orgasm i would be absolutely open to it as long as his feet didn't look like crazy and like they're gonna scratch off the roof of my mouth <laughs> you know, or give me, give me sores. You know what I mean? As long as his feet were decent looking. <laughs> what? 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 As long as his feet were de- I hate you. <laughs> as long as his feet were decent looking and I knew that he was like well kept or well kept, um, I wouldn't have a problem with it. <laughs> 
I'm, I don't like my feet messed with, so that's that's not even the thing for me. But it's interesting. <laughs> like not even a foot rub. Oh, well, fuck! I mean, I'm a working man. I don't think anyone's gonna turn down a foot rub. I just, it's just, it's not sexual for me though. Like that's just like, yeah. After a long day, I, I absolutely take a foot rub. They're very sexual. Like if we're not together, like if we're just fucking, you can't touch my feet. Like if we're not together, together, like you're not my like good up, good up man. You, you can't touch my feet. Absolutely not. Because we'll have to get married like straight goods <laughs> yeah you see how you have the marriage situation with the feet yeah you, I, you can't you can't it just oh my gosh wow you, you know what it, this this is something that again like if i do appreciate pretty feet like a the feet have to be pretty because you have ugly feet don't touch my dick with your feet please don't like i will kick you out immediately and call the cops on you and say that you sexually <laughs> assaulted me um but <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> for women who have pretty feet and like I, they they like they may not even know that that's something i'm into and they try to give me a foot job or something or like oh see here oh god and to all our new uml uh family who's listened to this i apologize but fuck it oh. um before before a woman that have pretty feet and like when i'm on top in missionary and for her to kind of like rest her feet on my chest mm-hmm. it's something mm-hmm. about that it's it's Mm-hmm. All right, people. It's time to go ahead and end this podcast. Um, <laughs> AJ, tell the wonderful people where they can find a us. A whole R plus an R R R rating. Like this episode, I think it started off pretty okay, but why it went left real fast? Uh, find us on Twitter at lovelustmbas. Um, we are also part of the UML, the Urban Mogul Life family. Um, we are also on Stitcher. Stitcher. We are on Spreaker. I can never say it. Spreaker. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. And we are now on iHeartRadio. Yay! Um, You can follow us on Instagram at LLBASpod. My Instagram, uh, my personal Instagram is badass underscore Jones underscore. And no, I am still not on Twitter. I don't know that that's going to happen, but just putting it out there. <laughs> well, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Mean AJ, or we've been kicking around some ideas for a website for the podcast. We may need to make that happen sooner rather than later. But um, yeah. Wait to this- get a novel secret. Yeah, exactly. There's there's some big things happening with Love, Lust, and Badass. So uh, check us out on iHeartRadio. Matter of fact, if this is your first time listening to us and it was on iHeartRadio, send us an email. Let us know. We just want to make sure and see how we're growing on that platform. Uh, we definitely want to thank Poindexter and everyone over at UML, UML for uh, getting us on that platform. It's huge. Uh, so we definitely appreciate that. AJ, if there's nothing else, let's go ahead and tell the people good night. Good night. Peace. Yeah, turn back wheel. Turn me on